Namaste, namaskaram, vanakam, namo namaha, jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org and there is a donate button if you'd like to help us out. And please stand up for the Hindu, yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle. Today's podcast. Asleep, awake, woke. Ah, sleep. Looking down on all of those sleeping, aren't they peaceful? Aren't all those people that give us so many problems during the day, perhaps, totally at peace in sleep? Let's make an acronym. S-L-E-E-P. So, let's everyone enjoy peace. Note how, in order to function during the day, we all need sleep. And deep sleep. So deep that we have no clue what's going on. Into the absolute no-thing-ness. And we say that because it's not nothing. Otherwise, we wouldn't wake up. There's a subtle energy going on there. But we are clueless. And thank goodness for this deep, mindless sleep. When we go out of our ordinary mind... In a good way. Maybe you heard our little ashram cat there, Coochie. He wakes me up every morning at 5 o'clock out of deep sleep. But again, thank goodness for this no-thing-ness where we all go every night in order to be refreshed during the day. Because we all know what it's like when we don't get a good sound sleep. However, too much sleep, obviously, no good then we can become lazy. Now, ironically, if we get too much sleep or too little sleep, it can actually make the conscious mind and subconscious mind rather fuzzy. And we can go through our day, though we are awake, in many ways still asleep. In other words, not fully aware of our surroundings, Paying attention, that's when we often stub our toe, so to speak. So while sleep is a wonderful gift, waking sleep or sleep waking can be detrimental, even dangerous. Certainly we don't want to be asleep at the wheel, if you will. In other words, being distracted. Now, a simple observation of life itself is life is full of rules and regulations and rituals. Just look, for example, at the quote-unquote sunrise and sunset, the four seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, mating rituals. All of us live our life with various rituals and routines, and these can be healthy and beneficial. But sometimes they can become rather monotonous, if you will. And hence we cease to pay much attention to the rituals that we do. Then they become mindless, rote routines. So obviously we all go through various rituals from the time we wake up in the morning till we go back to sleep at night. So the point is obviously we want to have meaningful rules and regulations and rituals in order to live a coherent 
meaningful life. So while in the waking state, we're all putting into our conscious mind and down into our subconscious mind through osmosis and through conscious efforts. That's why we all go to school. When we get, become full of beliefs and understandings in life, sometimes confusions, but it's imperative that we always examine all of this that's being put into our minds and that we are putting into our minds consciously. Remember, it happens both ways, through osmosis, through just our surroundings, and then through what we consciously decide to adopt, if you will. This is where we start to develop our belief system. And remember, we all have beliefs. As we've spoken of before, be very cautious of anyone who says they have no beliefs, like the modern sad guru, if you will. We all have beliefs. We all have faith. But it's important to nuance these two words. Belief starts as assumption. This is actually the scientific principle, hypothesis, assumptions, beliefs. But we don't want to just stay in the assumption mode. We want to carry on our experiments of our beliefs until we arrive at a conclusion. And then always be open to new discoveries. This is a healthy understanding of belief as assumption, carrying it through to a testimony or a conviction. This is actually the logic of logic, perception, inference, comparison, testimony. In the Hindu Yoga Dharma, we call this prataksha, anumana, upamana, sabda. So too with faith. Faith begins as hope, and come on, we all have hope. The moment we wake up in the morning, we hope we're going to feel healthy, we hope we're going to make it through the day. When you meet a person initially, you have certain hopes about them. Faith, Hindus, we call this asha. But we don't want to just stay in that mode, especially when it comes to religion. We want to carry our faith through to pretty much a solid guarantee, and that only comes through time and testing and experience. Again, when you first meet a person, you don't know that much about them. You have certain hopes or faiths about them. But when you've lived with them for decades, you pretty much have a guarantee of how they're going to be. How they are going to act and react in various situations. So this is very important with belief and faith. They start out as assumptions and hopes. But through time and testing and experience, the belief becomes a conviction and the faith becomes more or less a guarantee. But of course, we all know through time, our beliefs do change individually and collectively. There are mass beliefs. Just look back at the various injustices throughout history. There obviously was a time when slavery was common among all races, if you will. There was a time when all females were considered much less than males. And, of course, many of these prejudices still go on because there are, quote-unquote, young souls being born every day. People are being indoctrinated with certain beliefs. And when one comes to a point in their life when they become awake, if you will, to various injustices, various wrong beliefs, then we, in a sense, say we are now woke. In other words, having awakened to past injustices, false beliefs, from simple misunderstandings 
to blatant absurdities. When it comes to the religious realm, for example, many are waking up to the delusions created by the monotheistic mindsets, that there is a one God and a one book and a one way. When many encounter this illogic and the hypocrisy that proceeds from it, many often go into the other direction and, in a sense, throw the baby out with the bathwater and make equally absurd claims that, for example, we are all one, which is bad math, no divisions, no labels. That's the opposite extreme of the pure, if you will, fundamentalist. We find vivid examples of this extremism in today's so-called yoga movement, wherein many feel they have broken away from a very fundamentalist mindset into this universal yoga and or meditation movement. The same thing could be said of the present-day mindfulness movement, when actually mindfulness and real yoga is all taken, if you will, from the Buddhist and the Hindu religions, respectively. And of course, Buddhism comes right out of the Hindu dharma. So while many proudly think they are awakened from fundamentalism, they are asleep in a universalism. This is now when woke becomes a, a bad joke. And clearly there are enough jokes about the woke movement. Now while it's admirable to wake up to past injustices, when the woke movement becomes just anything or anything goes, then it becomes a, a sad, a bad joke. And Paradoxically, the joke is really on those perpetuating an illogical so-called woke movement. So let's be awake from the Hindu yoga dharma. Awake, arise, look and see. Thou art that tut from a sea. Recognizing that all of us, humanity and animals as well, have an inner essence of pure love and light and energy, with a body, mind, and emotions to be respected for their specifics. So in general, we can look to an inner state that binds us together as humanity, and then recognize the outer logical differences, not the illogical differences. Remember, there are only two genders two biological sexes, male or female. Since this is a popular movement today of the so-called non-binary movement, it's clearly a misunderstanding of inner personality and outer biology. And in the Hindu Yoga Dharma, we have solved this long ago, where we recognize that outwardly, yes, we are either a man or a woman, a boy or a girl. But inwardly, since we all have a mind, we have male and female characteristics, all of us, and some positive and some negative. And some males express more feminine characteristics than others, and vice versa. Many females express more male characteristics than others. But this is simply the inner 
personality and not to be construed with changing one's biological sex, which actually cannot be done, obviously. To get a better understanding of the inner workings of our left and right brain hemispheres, if you will, you can listen to our podcast on conducting your own orchestra, and also the importance of words and their meanings, subdayana, and an interesting podcast, G-O-D to D-O-G, talking about the many delusions that we all suffer from, perhaps at one point in our life or another, and also developing our IQ and our EQ. So in the Hindu Yoga Dharma, we have a, a beautiful image of Siva, Shiva, the dancing Shiva, Nataraja. So we're all on this earth plane together, trying to figure things out as we go from decade to decade, learning and growing. So what a beautiful image to bring home to us the fact that we, if we want to feel in tune with life, if we want to feel in harmony, we better learn to dance with life. It takes effort, it takes practice, and we're all in it together, dancing through this existence, taking ourselves seriously, but obviously not too seriously. It's great once in a while to just get a grand overview of the world, the galaxy, the universes. <laughs> it puts everything into relative perspective. From that point of view, our little life is about as significant as a grain of sand on the beach. However, we're here, so we need to take it seriously, but not too seriously. And this dance of life is the very dance of creation, the dance of the atomic structure of life, of molecules, of cells, of DNA, of quarks and strings. And it's not without a coincidence that at CERN, where they had the great collider doing experiments on smashing atoms, they have a beautiful image of the dancing Shiva right out front, Nataraj. So why not learn to dance through life together, recognizing our generalities and also respecting our specifics, never confusing the two. So let's uncover our inner compass, our inner GPS, and be grateful, be thankful for who we are. Exercise our willpower, our persistence, our warrior spirit, and then try to help our fellow human beings. What a great way to find an inner Stability, gratitude, persistence, sacrifice, or sacred doing, GPS, which can simply be manifested by every day, at the beginning of the day, and at the end of the day. Simply say, thank you, I can do this, who can I help? And Hindus would specifically say, Dhanyabad, Virya, the warrior spirit, Yajna, the sacrifice, the sacred doing. And peace, peace, peace. As Hindus say, shanti, shanti, shanti. But always remember that peace is not merely the absence of conflict, but the presence of justice and rationality. Let's be awake to our inner humanity, even our inner divinity. And let's not be asleep in confusion distortions. And let's not be woke to 
illogical mental ramblings that seek to actually bolster our superficialities, our hard ego nature, our craving for outer attention and recognition, which can have devastating consequences, putting us in a stupor of ignorance, ignoring the inner and outer realities. Good luck to all of us.